When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Nerds of Friends. My name is Cody Leach. I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What is up? We're Long time no record. Back. I think this might mark the longest uh, break, hiatus, what have you, in the podcast history. And let's be honest, you know, life just got in the way a little bit. Um, but we're back. We're going to try to do more um regular episodes and uh we're also going to test out a shorter format so this should be only about half hour long or so um let us know if you guys like this shorter episode hopefully it'll let us get more to the point um quicker talk more about the topics we want to talk about and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna trim the fat a little bit on the old uh uh nerdy confessions so welcome back we're excited to be back um, today we're going to be talking a lot about Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con 2023, what was different this year, and there was uh, kind of a lot different this year, <laughs> so uh, we'll get into that, but before we do that, let's start off with some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds, Christian. Um, I'll go I'll go first this time, um, just, just to try out the old shorter for- format, so uh, my nerdy confession, um, you know, is that there's definitely too many long, good video games right now. And it's driving me nuts between uh, Jedi Survivor, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda, Diablo 4, and now Baldur's Gate 3. Like, who's got the time to play all these video games, you know? I haven't finished any one of those. Yeah, I haven't started Baldur's Gate, so yeah. but yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till it hits the PS5. So there you go, there you go. That's good. Give you some time to work on everything else, you know. Yeah. What's your nerdy confession, Chris John? Uh, my nerdy confession is I'm so excited. I got uh, my fiance, who's amazing, got me an arcade one up Street Fighter uh, machine. I think it, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's the Legacy or something like that. But it's got all Street Fighter 1, all the versions of Street Fighter 2, Strider, Commando, 1942, and Ghosts and Goblins, and Final Fight. Oh, nice. Pretty solid collection. Yeah, I played all of them except for the original Street Fighter, which um, maybe it's a double nerdy confession. I don't think I've ever played the first Street Fighter, man. I don't think I ever played the first one. I definitely played a lot of two. Um, But the first one, where it's like, there's not even like Ken and Ryu, it's just and is like a different color you know <laughs> sprite um yeah, yeah i've never played that one but that, that'd be a fun one to check out yeah and i'm, I'm looking uh another buddy of ours who actually joins us at comic-con every year antonio is going to help me uh modify it so 
Nice. And then he just kind of like uh, reinforced how little I know about fucking tech and yeah. um, and how useless I was at Best Buy. I was good <laughs> at selling stuff, but uh, when people ask me tech questions, like I don't know, I don't know. the other guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's a rabbit hole for sure. Well, uh, I I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. You'll get a lot of uh, fun times out of that uh, Street Fighter machine. Um, you know, this is kind of a, a jump ahead into the the uh, Comic Con uh, talk, but um, one of the things we saw there was this new style of fighting controller um, that doesn't use doesn't use a joystick or you know I guess a bigger joystick like you would have on a traditional fight pad. It's all buttons. Yeah, um, no D pad, nothing. It's all buttons, which is fucking weird. But I guess it's really popular in tournaments right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's it's legal. It's tournament legal. Which that was what kind of surprised me because I looking at the layout, like it seems borderline unfair for games like Street Fighter, especially where it's like you can just tap, you can just drum three fingers real quick to do, you know, fireballs and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Uh, we'll Not put even three fingers, two fingers. It's just, oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Down forward. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So kind of interesting. Um, though I will admit, I always liked using a D pad on uh, street fighter better than the joystick when i was playing on a console um but uh yeah pretty interesting we'll put a picture up on the on the old screen if you're watching on youtube um but yeah pretty cool stuff um cool well that's just about does for nerdy confessions um we're going to take a quick little break in to insert some ads and hopefully we'll still get paid for this podcast which is nice and fun even though we're doing <laughs> shorter um while we do that make sure you guys like and subscribe click the little bell icon and uh We'll be right back talking about Comic-Con 2023. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. All right. So... Every year, we go to Comic Con. I mean, I know you've you've probably been in the past what three years or something like that, Christian, right? Yeah, took a while to start going for you, but I've been going for like I don't know thirteen years now or something every year. And um, I will say this year definitely felt a little different. Um, now, uh, we've been gone so long we haven't really talked about like the writer's strike the actor's strike and what it has kind of done to um the entertainment world 
Um, but it definitely, we definitely felt the effects of it here at Comic-Con um, because no actors were allowed to go to Comic-Con as long as they're part of SAG. And um, they weren't allowed to do any functions for studios or anything like that. I think they're still allowed to go for personal side projects and stuff, like if they wrote a book or what have you. Um, but they're not allowed to promote or talk about any, um, you know, studio projects that they're working on. So Marvel was not there. Warner Brothers was not there. Um, lots of the major motion picture companies were not there. Um, and because of that, like Hall H, which is normally a big draw where people camp out overnight and stuff, was uh, kind of desolate. It was empty and the they didn't even have a full day of programming every day in um hall h it went from like you know instead of going from like 10 a.m to 5 p.m or five or six it went from like 11 to like three or four um and uh yeah it was it was it was strange did did you did it feel strange for you this year you know it, it did it did feel different but i will say i'm super okay with no hall h um just because that that shit just needs to calm down man like the way people would line up like a day and a half yeah beforehand and it, it's like you're just wasting a full great day at the convention you know and um people are getting waiting outside getting sunburned and possible fucking heat stroke and like I was I was totally okay with that. Uh, plus the experience of last year with all those goddamn Reddit guys just like eating up that line, you know. Yeah. So, like I was fine with it, but it was interesting that there was also a lot of stuff missing inside the convention center, like sideshow uh, toys, sideshow collectibles, yeah, sideshow collectibles. They weren't there, and I feel like there was other companies that that we didn't see. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it was still, it was still amazing, you know, I, yeah, it's still great, but it, it, you can definitely feel the, the difference for sure. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, one of the major things was it felt, uh, on certain days it felt more crowded inside the, uh, hall because again, people aren't waiting out, you know, hall age, there's, it has a capacity of like 7,000 people or something like that. So because there aren't people waiting in hall age, there's 7,000 more people in the convention hall, which is already, you know, super crowded. And um, I will say um, there was no like big HBO installation across the street this year, um, which also has a huge line every year. Um, so I think with less attractions out and around the convention, um, I think there was a lot more people inside, which, uh, you know, made it a little more crowded here and there. Um, but I I think the, the thing that bothered me the most was it seemed like there was less, you know, interesting studio presence inside as far as like, they would have like, you know, movie stars like talking about things inside the convention center in the exhibit hall. Um, and then big display companies feel like they didn't go as hard. Like the Sideshow Collectibles wasn't there at all. Um, has I think it's Hasbro or Mattel, one of the companies who does all the, you know, uh, Marvel and Star Wars toys. They always had these big dioramas of, um, you know, battle scenes and stuff like that of like all the superheroes fighting each other. That, you know, some you know, some person at the at 
their company spent hours and hours creating this huge dynamic diorama. And I always like looking at those. I think it's always a really cool thing to display their toys. And it's like, like that's got to be the dream job, right? Um, being able to sit down with all these toys and just like build the battle of your dreams kind of thing, or have the Millennium Falcon taking off out of Mos Eisley with like, you know, Han shooting Greedo down in, in one scene. And, you know, uh, I, I really missed seeing that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, or like Lego even, right. Lego did a, a big, it was a block. What was it? Block Buster, or brick Buster, Buster video. Um, which was kind of cool. It was like walking through a movie store and then all the DVD covers were made of Legos. Um, they just didn't have any big installments. Like you right. normally you would see like a giant Hulk or like a Captain America or something, but right. Right. Seems seemed like they pulled back quite a bit. Um, there were, there were other companies that had big displays though. There's a big final fantasy um, statue, hmm. demon statue of Ifrit. And uh, there was a, uh, Capcom had a lot of cool stuff. Capcom had um, the new Street Fighter available to play, and they released a new character there. So there was still a lot of fun stuff to see. Rasheed was the character, and uh, they had like a little mini tournament. Mm -hmm. That was, was kind of yep, cool. Yep. Which is where we saw that fight stick. Um, what was your what was like your favorite thing that you uh, saw this year? Uh, again, I said it like uh, we went with uh, a newcomer, Alex. And he had asked them, we drove over there and on a drive back, you know, he was asking like, what was my favorite thing? And like, I, like I said, it was, it was like hanging out with everyone like yeah. for days. Um, but if we're talking about Comic-Con, um, you know, uh, Anthony's collectibles. Uh, so it's this guy, he sells, um, I saw him last year and he sells his stuff on eBay. Make sure you didn't check it out. I, I believe it's Anthony's. I remember, I'm pretty sure it's Anthony's collectibles um always has comics or anthony's comics always has super fair prices like anytime i go i at least want to go and buy like one one comic that i'm looking for and he always has like super 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 fair prices and versus all the other guys like they all remind me of the guy from the simpsons the the comic the guy comic like, the comic book guy like super judgmental and like treats everyone like they're yeah. fucking morons and it's a bunch of those guys usually like selling and they're always like it's always the guys with the CGC graded stuff and behind the glass cases and yeah. stuff. They're Not always even. standing they're always standing there in suits and just like you're looking at it and they're like uh, this is not not for sale for you this is no they're super like that and like there was i actually went and approached because they had um uh, they had a, the first appearance of Spider-Man that amazing fantasy there and i was looking at it and it's a higher grade than mine and then he's like, oh, yeah. I was like, hey, what, you know, what's it going for? And, like, they didn't want to talk to me. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm just curious because I have a 4.5. And I was considering, you know, like, selling my copy to upgrade. And then they stood up and they oh, were like, super Oh, right to Swisser. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, then they super talked to me. They're like, oh, well, here, there's an auction. Here's our book. And I'm like, what are your guys' commissions prices? He's like, oh, well, it depends. I was like, okay, so you're not going to give me the numbers? Cool. And I was like, you know, but obviously – are going to try to you know sell it for as much as possible so you guys get a better commission he's like oh yeah absolutely blah blah, blah. he's like you know email me gave me his card email me if you're considering blah blah, blah. i was like now you're interested you know right, i have to right. throw out that i have that in order for you guys yeah. i was like okay cool yeah anthony's super cool guy i bought like and normally i so normally my move is go on a sunday pick out the books I want to buy and dealers are usually more willing to to cut you a deal because 
you know, they either A, didn't sell as much or they want to lug less things back. Right. And um, dude, I didn't even have to ask Anthony. He was just like right away, I'll give you this price of these books. And I was like, it was even less than I was going to offer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, absolutely. I was like, I was like, here, here's my card. He's like, oh, well, you know, since you're not paying cash, I got I to gotta charge you 10 bucks more. I was like, fair. I was like, I'm not, that's worth it to me. I'm not going to go and look for an ATM. Like, I'd much rather pay the $10 difference. Like, yeah. I, so I bought, I ended up buying something from him too. I bought a Secret Wars number one, um, which was like, I think I got like a 9.4 or something, some really good quality one, good, highly rated one. And like, it was the same thing. You know, he was like, I, he was like, I'll give, if you pay cash, I'll give you, you know, 10 bucks off of it or whatever. I was like, all right. I mean, it's fine. I was, I was ready to pay for full price anyway, you know? So um, yeah, he's, he's a good dude for sure. I, I really uh, enjoyed looking through his stuff. Um, I'd he say, was nice too, because he was near the artist that you super love. Uh, yeah. Alex party. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it was, it's kind of cool. And I think he was there last year too. He, those two are always pretty close to each other. Yeah. So it works out for us. Cause that's one place we like to both stop. Um, I'd say one of my, my biggest, um, best things that I saw this year was over at Viz Media. They had a big uh, Junji Ito display, um, who's a, a very famous uh, horror manga uh, artist. And, um, you know, he, I, I've only been a fan of his art for, I don't know, maybe a year or two. Um, but man, it's just, it's so cool. It just doesn't look like, doesn't look like normal, like anime art or anything. And um, they had, a, they had a bunch of his, uh, like original artwork there. And I guess we missed it there. They had like even more stuff offsite at like the Marriott or something um, that we missed. And, um, you know, but it was very cool to see some of that stuff in its original form. And I got like the Comic-Con exclusive print that I'm very excited for. Um, haven't found a frame yet to put it up, but um, I will be looking for that. So it that's, that's kind of the stuff that I've started to really enjoy at Comic-Con is like, looking at the cool artwork stuff that you can't just go into a normal comic book shop and see. Right. Um, now certain, you know, most comic book shops will have like at least a couple, like, you know, rare variants or something like that, that they keep in a glass case or whatever. But, you know, to go into someplace like um, Anthony's there and just like page through CGC rated stuff, you know, that, that goes from, you know, 30 bucks on up to, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars. Um, you don't get to do that very many places, you know? No, and he actually has original artwork, like panels and stuff. He has yep. a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. And same thing with, you know, with seeing something, someone like Jinji Ito, which is like, you know, he's a manga artist. So the odds of seeing original artwork from him is like so rare unless you're in japan at like some place that he has set up like a gallery or something um it's very cool to see that kind of stuff or like alex ross you know we saw the big alex ross booth yeah um and i got something from them too um which was fun because like i didn't think i was going to be able to get that con exclusive artwork and they just had it there i will say and it's not it wasn't particularly the the people working at the Alex Ross place, but it's interesting how like they must just hire people in San Diego. Like anybody's like they didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's not I don't even like I'm not even mad at them or anything. It's it's yeah. off the shops, but like 
I, I don't remember if it was you or Alex who had asked, like, oh, what size is this? Uh, it's the same size of the one over there. Yeah. It wasn't even. We get picked to the hotel. We open it. I was like, we have the size. Yeah. Like, yeah. They should have lied whether they did it on purpose or not. I don't know. but Right. I think a lot for a lot of those people, they're, they're hired at honest, like temps you know, through like a temp agency. And like, we've seen it before, even at like restaurants and stuff down there where um, the servers they have, because there's such an influx of people, um, they don't have the normal staff to take care of it. So we've talked to servers before. They're like, oh yeah, I'm at this restaurant today. And then tomorrow I'll be over here. And then tomorrow I'll be over, the next day I'll be over here. They really bounce around. um, And so like, you got to cut them a little bit of a break that they don't know everything, but to me, it's always like if you don't know the answer, just like ask someone who does, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But um, they were super nice, and like they even let us like pick out, uh, you know, the numbers of the because the at the Alex Ross one they were individually numbered cop uh, uh, prints, and so they let us pick out the the one we wanted, which was kind of nice. You know, they didn't have to do that. So no, they were they were super nice, and again, it's not their fault they didn't know the stuff, but it <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. They're like, yeah, sure. That's what it is. What do you uh for this year at Comic Con? What was the what was the biggest like letdown, drawback, disappointment that you had? Um, not not much, man. Um, it's gonna sound weird, but I, I wish we had tried new places to eat. <laughs> yeah. but, but like you know, it's not like we weren't gonna go to tacos. Tacos El Gordo. Yeah, you know, like we obviously had to hit that up, and I know, I I know we we've been to Bubs before, but this year was like particularly good. I don't know yeah. what it was, but the wings were really they hit different this year for yeah, sure. Yeah, they were they were really good. I don't know if they just upped their game or something, or we were just extra hungry. <laughs> yeah, I don't it know. Been that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think they were great for sure. Um, oh, and Morning Glory. Have to mention Morning Glory was so Morning good. Morning Glory, yeah, so good. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because when you're down there, you know, you, we've been down there enough where we have certain places we like to go and and whatnot, and so it, it is kind of hard to branch out because, like, you don't know, like, a lot of these places it takes a while to get into, you know, to to get a table and whatnot, and uh, you know, it it's it's a lot to risk. If you want to try someplace new, you know, you might yeah. have 45 minutes to an hour. You can see that if the food's not good, you're like, well, shit, you know, <laughs> we could have gone to one of these places we know is good. But um, I'd say if, if I had like one like disappointment, um, I would say, and it wasn't even a big deal, but like for the 13, 14 years I've been going to Comic-Con, I've always pointed out the Top Gun uh, barbecue place. Because <laughs> okay. there's... There, Right there by the convention center is the the barbecue restaurant where they sing Great Balls of Fire in the movie Top Gun, right? It was filmed there because a lot of it was filmed in San Diego. And I pointed out every year, I'm like, oh, that's where Top Gun is. And they even have a sign and stuff. And uh, we went for the first time ever this year. There was like no line. We just walked right in. And and it's like the food was fine. It wasn't It wasn't like terrible. But it also wasn't great. You know what I mean? It was, I would say it was, it was mediocre. Like if this is the line for fine, it was right at fine. Yeah. Like it was pretty close to not fine. We we even stopped at some place in like the middle of nowhere for like a bathroom break and to grab lunch driving down there because we drove this year. 
and that place i thought was better like, oh way better i don't remember what even the place called i don't remember the town what was it? it was like with a b what was it yeah button willow or something like that button willow yeah yeah um but and they were super friendly and everything it was really nice it was one of those places that had a boot cleaner outside of the door yeah and uh, as soon as we walked in i was like i'm one of us is definitely getting like food poisoning yeah but no one did and the food was fucking delicious like yeah it was great i got a burger and it was fucking amazing it was yeah. Really yeah it's funny how sometimes when you you know you build a place up like that you know it it it's hard to not be a disappointment you know it's uh the bar looked really cool when i went to go use the bathroom the bathroom true. was really clean yeah <laughs> that's cool i mean but yeah it was just it was it was kind of a letdown for sure um, I will I didn't say, see the piano. There was no piano. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't explore around in there enough. Um, I, I will say kind of another bummer is the lack of like exterior um, like installations and stuff like that. Like there was always now we didn't go back to where Hall H line is where they normally have a big cartoon network adult yeah. swim thing out there. Um, so there, there could have been something back there, but there was no big hbo game of thrones things like there normally is yeah. um, and then when we across the street when you walk across the street there's normally something you know stuff set up in that first restaurant and then off to the right as well over in the gas lamp district and there just wasn't stuff there this year um so that's kind of a bummer i hope that that's just a maybe a uh strategic move by the studios but i mean at the point at the time that this that the uh actor strike was happening like comic-con was only like a month away and you have to imagine they take more than a month to get permits and supplies and stuff for all these things so i i don't know if it was just if they knew it was something that was coming and and that they pulled back preemptively or what but um i do miss seeing that kind of stuff out in front but you know it's still a great time i like i the the reason i like going to comic-con is not to buy a bunch of crap it's not to see panels. It's to hang out with my buddies and look at cool shit together. You know what I mean? That's that's why I go to those things. So um, it was really fun having Alex uh, go there for his first time. Um, he had he had a really good time. But I will say the guy has a hard time waking up in the morning. You know, it's uh, this is the the latest we went every single day to Comic Con, which you know honestly is fine. Like because. I'm always like super exhausted by the time we get done. And uh, this year was not, not as bad. I was still tired for sure. Like, you know, we walked, I don't know, eight miles a day or something like that. Um, but definitely, definitely a fun time there, you know, every year. Comic-Con, even, even on its, you know, it's kind of like pizza, even on its worst days, it's still just, it's still awesome. It's still Comic-Con, you know? Yeah, I will say, I'm, I'm like, I wish, I know they'll never do it, but I wish they would get rid of like, the super religious guys that are just out there trying to ruin people's fun. Yeah. They're still out there. And like, and the other thing I wish, and this is on, this is on us, the nerds that go, don't engage them, man. That's the whole reason why they go. Like yeah. they go because they, they want to piss people off. But if everyone just walked past them and just completely ignored them, they'd stop going. Yeah. But, yeah. But because people get, rise out of them and stuff you know they they'll they'll keep doing it you know because apparently that's what they like to do i, I guess 
That's what Jesus said. Make sure and go and ruin people's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the one thing I'd say too, for anyone going to Comic-Con, you know, this, this year, our friend Alex had a, he had a really hurt knee towards MCL. So he's in one of those little scooter things. Uh, little rascal scooters. Little rascal scooters. Um, and I will say, man, people do not like pay attention. Like it's, it's different when you're walking around and someone just stops in the middle of an aisle on, you know, on their phone or to look around or, or whatever. Um, because you, you can, as a, able-bodied person can just sidestep them and get out of the way or even like you'll know, weave past them and weave in and out man when you got one of those things like if someone just like is walking and then they just stop without warning like you're either running over their heels or you're having to jerk and stop and whatnot so you know just being being a little bit more aware i think would be super helpful yeah man that you know uh, unfortunately with one of the deals with comic-con is a lot of the people there are not used to maybe socializing or being in these social, you know, experiences and stuff and don't know how to interact with crowds, don't know how to pay attention, aren't aware of their surroundings. So it was, uh, it was a kind of a trial getting. Also, we should say the staff, the Comic-Con staff that helped us uh, with getting. uh, Oh, all the ADA people. Like, yeah, they were all fucking sweethearts rock star amazing at like ordering and calling the shuttle like a specific shuttle for alex and getting stuff they were and i forgot it what was it vicky was it vicky was vicky her name uh it could have been she was amazing uh she was usually there helping us out yeah like, and they like walk alex. you down there they you know ask you how you're doing and stuff and they pull a van over and then they help load you up and stuff it was it was incredible because like you know Luckily, luckily for Alex, this is a temporary thing for him. You know, he's just injured. But you know, imagine if you're if your whole life is in a wheelchair, or you know, you have mobility issues, like like this, you would not be able to go to the convention without support like that. You know what I mean? It's there's no way. Like if you you know if you're on crutches, or if you have a you know wheelchair, like. The guy, the bu- normal bus driver guys didn't want to help us for shit for, you know, putting <laughs> there was the one guy. What did he say? He's like, we don't touch those. We don't, we don't it touch was, them. It was exactly, it was only more, it was only rude. Yeah. Like he rolled over and we were there like uh, ready to lift. And he's just like, we don't touch that. I was like, yeah. no one asked you. Like, yeah. I- no, no, one, no one asked <laughs> you to, uh, could, can we put it in here? Like, I like I said, we don't touch that. You can do whatever you want. We don't touch. I'm like, okay, well, if, if, could you open the door for us? It's your bus. Otherwise, I could do that too. I'm, you know, I don't need a college degree to freaking open this door. <laughs> and like, he was just such an asshole the whole time. And it was like, first of all, the first bus driver did help us. Like, we didn't ask him to, but he, you know, he helped us out. Also, there's a there's a way of saying that, like, hey, I would love to help you. But um, for liability's sake, we're not allowed to help with other people's things. I'm happy to open the door for you, but you guys will have to put it in yourself. No problem. Like, I'm happy to do it. We were planning on doing it anyway, but God, I was so upset at that guy. But luckily, most most of the people were very friendly and helpful. Um, so that was just one one shitty guy. But Comic-Con, you know, another year gone. I'm exci- already excited for next year. Um, I didn't spend as much money as I wanted, you know, as I feared I could, you know, cause it's always a dangerous place down there, but 
got some cool stuff and I had a really good time. So I'm excited for next year. I will say uh, I was in the beginning disappointed at the mystery magic boxes we got, but uh, once I got them home and I was like really looking at the ramen bowl and the tumbler, like, Oh, this is kind of cool, man. Like this, yeah. I can get some use out of this. It's fun little swaggy stuff. You know, you can't, it's never going to be exactly what you want. That's the whole point of the mystery box, right? They put a bunch of cheap shit in the box and charge you money for it. But there was some cool stuff in there and um you know they're they're a fun fun thing to do if you like if you got an extra 40 bucks and you want to throw it at something you know there's worse ways to do it although i got i got played on the collector's packs fan for the lord of the ring ones i got nothing good out of them two well, two packs and it was nothing we'll just have to go to gen con next year you know yeah for sure try that out well Check out Comic-Con if you guys get a chance. It's it's a fun experience. Even on its off years, it's still a hell of a time. So um, hope to see lots of you guys out there next year. And uh, we're going to be keeping our eyes out for uh, whenever tickets go on sale again. I'm sure it'll be in a month or two for some reason. <laughs> um, but it, it was a fun time. Hope you guys enjoyed this new shorter format episode. Um, we're going to try this out and see if we like it, see if you guys like it. And um, hopefully this will let us do more episodes on time and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get more eyeballs on it too. So let us know down in the comments if you like the shorter episode while you're down there, make sure you like subscribe, do all the fun stuff. Um, and uh, make sure to check out patreon.com slash nerves with friends for, uh, you know, more stuff, more uh, support for the show. We do appreciate that. Christian, Thanks for always being my ride or die Comic Con buddy. Yay! And thanks for not snoring too too loudly in the hotel room. <laughs> but to all the nerds out there, remember you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you. Good night.